Welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. And I am Piers Ray. And welcoming you. Well, thanks for the welcome, Piers. I No. Thanks for the welcome I was that you directed to, to the, the audience. To the, yes, to not to you. Yeah. I know I'm looking at you, but that doesn't mean it's for you. I wasn't confused about I it put this out, time. If I put this plate of cookies out, are you going to assume they're for you just because they're out? First of all, yes. Second of all, okay, well, stop, I wasn't stop confused stop this time. Those. This is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other because we're trying to find a podcast that we can do. Because everybody's got a podcast, except for us. So we want a podcast to do. We each have our own ideas on what the best podcast is. Well, we're going to present them here today. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, we will vote. The winning show is going to be our new show. And we're going to quit this one forever. Nailed it, Eric. Hell you do yeah. it every time. That's one of my favorite things about you. Hell yeah. You know what? That's kind of a big part of my pitch is... Um... It's called the top your top five things about Eric. Whoa! And this is a great show. Yeah. Where every week we bring in a new special guest, and they get to say their top five, and their bottom five things about Eric. Ooh, I didn't realize that. Did we say that's well, I didn't think that including the bottom five in the title, like I want to keep it positive on the surface. Right. It's also just like an unwieldy title. Yeah, yeah. It's too much. I think top five things about Eric is already kind of unwieldy, kind of an ugly title. Pushing it to the limits. Uh, really kind of esoteric, let's be honest. Uh, not something that will appeal to a broad audience. If you don't know me, then it's, you know. Well, I don't say Eric Ivanovich. Right. This could be any Eric. This could be any. So I guess they could assume that we're talking about Eric the Red. And we, to be, the first episode would be just our top five Erics. You want to jump into this? What? Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Top 5 Things About Eric. I'm Piers. This is, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, our resident Eric. Eric this is Eric. Hello. We're going to talk buddy? about the top five things about me. Well, hold on there, Eric. Top five things about Eric. Doesn't have to be you. Okay. I mean, most episodes, yes, we'll be bringing in a special guest to talk about their top five things about Eric. Eric Ivanovich here. Occasionally, I imagine, Eric, you're going to get sick, and then I'll bring in a different Eric for uh, people to judge. And, of course. Of course. And, and, and throw accusations at. But this is just you and me here today, buddy. Yeah. And so today, you know what? We're just opening the world up. We're going to talk about Eric's. Not you, just Eric's. Right. So I like. I thought we could each give our top five favorite Eric's of all time. Okay. So, uh... Okay, here's uh, number yeah. f- number five. Okay. Um, Eric the Swift from The Lost Vikings. Oh, God. Good one. Good one. Well, uh, my number five, of course, is uh, Eric the Red, famous Viking. Settled Greenland, I believe. Right. Pretty impressive. I probably, yeah. Pretty impressive. Uh, my number four is the... Not the real Eric the Red, but the Eric the Red as as depicted by Monty Python. Oh, excellent choice! Yeah. They did a great job there. Um, I didn't, th- I didn't believe it was the real Eric the Red, but I wanted to. Right, and I feel like if any actor can do that, they've accomplished their mission, their their actor mission. Number four for you. Uh, my number four is Eric Trump. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> he's a, a philanthropist. Good. Uh, he's known far and wide as a wit. Um, just a great mind. Uh, he's he's just a very respectable person. He's not despicable in any way. Doesn't hunt <laughs> animals and make disgusting photos of. He's the smartest of Trump's sons, right? Is he? I mean, he's smarter than Donald Jr. <laughs> That's true. That's he true. hasn't. I don't think Eric Eric Trump has implicated himself in any crimes 
on Twitter so far. Well, that makes him smarter than both the senior and junior Trumps. <laughs> That's right. Um, and Ivanka. Is he smarter than Bannon, though? Yes, because Bannon thought when Kathy Griffin did that thing where she had oh. a decapitated Trump head, Bannon thought that was his real dad. So Eric is the smartest Trump. I don't think Bannon actually thought that. I think that is just something they said to stir up controversy. Right, but it just says something that we believed it, right? Yeah, I I do. And actually, I don't know. All the Trumps look a little bit inbred to me. Like their eyes are a little too far apart or too close to, together. Right. And I think that Eric Trump is the most inbred looking of the Trump boys. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, maybe. I'm not totally sure. Okay. You I'm know, not, I can't, I don't have a good vision of what Eric Trump looks like in my I head. thought you were going to say you don't have a good vision of what inbreeding looks like in facial I also features. don't have a great vision of that. Okay. I've only seen it in like fictional movies. Which is often a little more melodramatic than you would see. Yeah. They use like makeup and like special effects. Yeah. It's, it's not as, it's not as like, like human. gruesome as something is in The Hills Have Eyes. It's more like just an unusual gathering of facial features right i would call it um didn't realize we were using eric's who has c's instead of k's in their name so that's good to know we can use any eric uh, pronunciation is more important than spelling number three for me eric reichenbach of survivor fame love uh, that guy don't know anything about Survivor. Do not have an opinion on this, Eric. Well, here's the thing about he Eric Reichenbach. No, he did not win. Then he's not much <laughs> he of a survivor. Definitely, he definitely did not win. Here's what Eric did. Okay. He was the only person in his alliance. It was the four women, in uh, and there was just him. Yeah. And they were all on a team, and they knew that they needed to vote him out. And he won immunity. So they couldn't vote for him, and they're thinking, oh, it's got to be one of us. Yeah. And then the four of them were thinking... What if we convince him to just give us immunity? Right. Could we do that? Could we convince him to do that? And they did. They they got him. He gave up his immunity for no good reason. And he was immediately voted out. And it was one of the dumbest moves in Survivor history. But he's a sweet guy. Uh, he he took it very, very easily. He, he took it like a champ. He realized he got humiliated on TV in front of millions of people. But he thought, he's like, you know what? It's a good piece of Survivor history. They outsmarted me. How did they outsmart him? Like, it's, do we know? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's an excellent episode. They, The four of them set up a, a very elaborate ruse and manipulated him very, uh, very expertly. Okay, can you can you please go into it? I really want to know about this. Can you um, please give me some more detail? Like, what was the basis of the ruse? So he had something of a good relationship with Amanda because they were on a tribe together previously. Yeah. What Suri had did was convince uh, convince Amanda, Parvati, and Natalie to come up with this plan. Amanda went to... Um, uh, he also had a good relationship with Natalie because they used to be on the tribe, a different tribe. Amanda went to Eric and said, you know what, I'm... I understand uh, where we're at right now, but just so you know, Natalie is very upset. Like, she thinks that the fact that you tried so hard um, means that you don't trust her anymore. And frankly, I think that I think that she might be right. So uh, Eric was going around, um, went to, to Suri, and Suri was convincing him, like, well, um, yeah, uh, uh, Natalie's really upset, and Parvati's getting, getting her all riled up. And uh, with, um, I think with, with Parvati and her relationship to Amanda and 
Parvati could pull Natalie over, and then the three of them uh, could be gunning for you from now on. I think the only what? thing you could do is um, give up your immunity at Tribal Council to Natalie to show that you have a uh, uh, a good relationship with you, prove prove your trust in her, and and uh, prove yourself to her. And then uh, he went one by one to each of the people, and they all. Um, gave him a different story wow. uh, in a way that made him think that his only move going forward was to give up immunity um, because he thought that he, he would if he didn't then he would have uh, he would have lost their trust and he wouldn't get their vote at the end because the people who you vote out at the end vote on who's the winner at the end of survivor right not realizing that he would just be kicked out now immediately yes immediately wow um, it was it was one of the best episodes of Survivor. That's brutal. It That's was so ex- brutal. It was wild. Like it was easier to trick him than to just work with him. Yes. Well, it, it why was, was they, like why did he ha- why did he have to go? Why not just one of them? Because um, they had a very close relationship. None of them wanted to be the one to turn on them. They all, all four of them had an idea of who would be the one to vote out, but none of them were a hundred percent sure. But if they could trick him into giving up his immunity, then they wouldn't have to, uh, turn on each other that quickly. That's crazy. Um, and at the next, the, the three of them, Amanda, Parvati and Sari were the actual alliance, but because they were able to take, um, to take uh, Eric out of it at five, uh, there was no way that Natalie could have got numbers against them, uh, against them at five. Okay. Oh, at at four. If it was Eric, Natalie, and the other two, yeah. Um, something could have happened and broken that relationship up. Good God, Survivor! You're you're almost making me want to consider watching. <laughs> almost. Um. Okay. My number three is uh, Eric Clapton. <laughs> way too high. <laughs> way too high. Yeah. You don't like Clapton? No. I think he's a great guitar player and a pretty darn good songwriter. He's a better guitar player and songwriter than me. Well, that's saying that's, absolutely nothing. I, that's what, exactly. Must, have you ever picked up a guitar? Of course I have. I've picked up a guitar. And played it, not just moved it out of the way? <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Who's your number two? Uh, my number two would my number two would be myself. Mm. Okay. Well, that's not great. <laughs> Uh, that's not great at all. Like you're, you wouldn't even crack my top ten. <laughs> my number two is Eric Idle of the of Monty Python. Okay, I mean, no explanation needed. Obviously, he's my number one. He's your number one. Yeah, amazing. My number one is Eric Andre. <laughs> Eric Andre, hey? yeah, he's very funny. His uh, new show is fantastic. Oh, Eric! Oh, I, for some reason I was thinking Eric Andre was Andre the Giant. Oh, Eric Andre the Giant. Ah, shit, you know what? Bump everyone down. Yeah. I guess uh, Eric, Eric Clapton Swift. just took number one. Eric Andre's up at the top. Oh, we both agree. Eric Andre, number one. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. Eric Andre, our number one Eric. Bad. All it did was make me feel bad about all these other great Eric's. Well, we didn't get to the bottom five Eric's. We cut, we jumped would I have back. Been, would I have been on your bottom five? No, 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 no. You're better than that. Okay. Don't worry. Come on, I'm not evil. Mm. I'm not an evil man. I'm a crystal gem wizard, baby. Got good in my heart. We didn't even get to say any of the top five things about me. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm gonna pitch a podcast to you. Okay. 
It's the exact same thing, except for without that first episode where we talk about other Eric's. Yeah. Um, it's called the top five things about me. Uh, okay. And every episode we would talk about the top five things about me and the bottom five things about me. And we'd bring in guests and we'd get their top five things about me and their bottom five things about me. Okay. Okay. I think, do you want to jump into an episode of this? Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to top five things about me. And that me is Eric Ivanovich. That's myself. Got it. Not me. Not you. It just, this is about you. Yeah. Uh, top five things about me, in my opinion, number five, my height. Uh, I'm going to have to. Just the perfect to... height. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five for me. Yeah. It's also your height. I wouldn't say it's the perfect height, but it's an impressive height. It's a good height. It's a decent height. It's not too tall. I'm six, one and two thirds of an inch. You could be shorter. Like, you don't make things easy for doorway manufacturers. No, I think I fit in most doors. Not not comfortably. Like, I, like a door sees you coming and it, like, winces. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Number four thing about me. My weight, 300 pounds. Nice round number. Love it, baby. Easy. It's easy to tell people how much I weigh because I don't have to go into, um, I'm not 297. I'm not, like, 302. I'm 300 pounds. It's even. Good. It's strange to me right. that you eat a perfectly balanced diet designed to keep you at 300 pounds. Well, it's just simpler. You would be healthier at a lower number, but you insist. You insist. And it changes from day to day, like depending on what you do. So suddenly you have to walk a little bit extra. You got to eat that extra bag of Skittles. Yeah. I don't know how you keep track of it. Like it's perfect. I have an app. You don't fluctuate. I don't know. I do not fluctuate. You do wear like seven Fitbits at all times just to make sure everything's averaging out to be right. accurate. On my on my uh, wrists and also on my ankles. Mm-hmm. One around, around my neck. neck. <laughs> That's my favorite one because it's also made up of like three Fitbits you've intertwined. <laughs> it's the only way to make it work. Of course. My number four favorite thing about Eric is your total lack of vanity. Like you just do not care how you look. And I really respect that. And I think that that's really underrated. It actually is. Yeah. Like that's a real, real skill. And, and people don't appreciate that about me enough. No. People are always asking me, Eric, what, what is up? Did you, why did you shave your hair? Don't you realize that you don't look as good with, with your hair that short? And I would say, do people actually say matter. that to you? People, people say to me like, oh, you cut your hair. You should have kept it a little longer. Or they say, oh, you shaved your beard. What you should have done was trim it or style it in a certain way. And that I, always, is a... I always have to explain to them, it doesn't doesn't matter. I just, you know, it doesn't matter what I look like. You ever tell them that my, they should My just, ideas are the same. You should mind your own business. You should take your fucking unsolicited advice somewhere else, you piece of shit. I just tell them no. I just say, no, I don't do that. I don't know how people do that. Like, go up to someone when they try something new and they're like, hey, you're wrong. That thing you're doing that's extremely personal, it's not working. Well, bye. I don't think, I think you look fine. Thank you. I think you look fine. I, when you shave your head, well, not when you buzz your hair, yeah. it always makes me think of, like, you look like a Marine, which I find very intimidating. I do prefer you with longer hair and a right. beard because you look like, like a grizzly man. Um, but I don't think it looks bad the other way. Like, mm. I don't think it looks worse. It's just like a jarring difference. And I like bears. You love you love those bears. I Number love, three I about me bears. is my choice in friends, right? Mm. I got people like you. Hey. I got people like my best friend, Jeremy. 
I got people like my actual best friend, Fran. Okay. Well. But it's, but you know, Jeremy's my best friend that I'm not like in love with. Yeah. Yeah. I get which it. Which is nice. I got I friends it. like Hannah and Saskia. Great friends. I got friends on the internet. All sorts. Do you want to list more of your friends? Is that what you're doing? I got friends like um, I believe my you, little brothers. I believe I would say, you are, have like, very friends. Good friends of mine. Good old Evan. Good old and the other one. Meh. <laughs> Just Evan. <laughs> wow. Wow. Shots fired on Jordan. <laughs> I want to start some fights. Um, I would say that uh, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I consider that the hosts of those podcasts to be my friends, even though we've never met or interacted in any way. Yeah, but they're, we're friends with them, like Chris Carlson. I consider him a friend. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, a man, jerk. any man who vapes as much as he does. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, um, like the McElroy brothers. Oh, that's different. Yeah, like they're basically my friends. Right. I okay. listen to them talk about no, no. You're jokes get, you're getting into sad territory now. You're not allowed to think of celebrities as your friends i'm allowed to think of whoever i want as my friend mm. justin trudeau's my friend wow no no no, no i no, told no, him no, that no, joke no, no. when when he said uh when he interrupted a woman to say don't say mankind say person kind yeah i told him that that was mine that was your bit yeah wow it went over really well yeah yeah um okay my number three is your sense of humor like when you joke about ranking your friends and about you know which friends are better than other right, friends right, right, i think right, that's right. so funny like it just ah, hilarious makes me want to just rip my heart out from laughing so much um super funny stuff man super funny stuff my number two favorite thing about me is uh my big strong hands i can lift whatever i need to lift mm-hmm. i can do whatever i need to do with these big hands I can I can uh, s- spread peanut butter on a piece of bread. Crush a hard-boiled egg. I could crush a hard-boiled egg. They're not so big that I can't do, like, precision stuff. Like, if I needed to, like, screw in a tiny screwdriver. Yes, Just yes, just yesterday, I needed to build a new uh, thing for under my desk with right. drawers in it. And I need to screw well, in little sorry, wheels on it. Go back. What was that thing called? I don't know. It's called, like, a mobile pedestal. With okay, drawers. that's very specific. A mobile pedestal. Yeah. And it's got... I, I needed to screw in some little wheels on the bottom. Right. Well, luckily my hands aren't so big that I can't use a screwdriver and some little screws. Couldn't you just get like a bigger handled screwdriver? I needed to use If you had like screws. giant ape hands. Listen, I had... Well, I could, I could, but I took a little ruler and I measured out centimeters um, so I could center all four of the wheels in the perfect position. And I, and I marked with a pencil the exact precisely right. correct place to put each screw so if i'm using just a big old screwdriver and some big old screws oh i just can't get it like precisely where it needs to be tell me about it yeah you know okay um my number two favorite thing about you yeah is uh your big old just general f- mass yeah uh because like in case of a firefight i feel like you're a, a great body shield yeah bullet sponge but not but you're also like very tough right so i can imagine in a battle scenario right uh i would be using you as like a kind of a bunker to shoot out from behind but you'd be just soaking it up and being like it's all good here <laughs> so this is separate my body mass is separate from my height oh totally well i mean it's it's part of it it's tied in yeah. yeah like height like just you take you take up a certain amount of space that me being a smaller person yeah can duck behind and then strafe out quickly to take down bad dudes. Right. Right? Um, 
I think my number one favorite thing about me. Part of what makes this a good double act. I'm so sorry. Please continue. Okay. I think my number one favorite thing about me is how good we work as a double act. Hmm. That's really more about both of us, though. But it is, you know, both of us. Us includes me. It's the best thing about me is, is how well I work with you. You know what? How well you work with me is my number one favorite thing about you as well. Because it's not easy to do. It is not easy. I've, I, I get it. I wouldn't say either of us are stable individuals, but you're definitely the stabler. Of Neither the... of us are stable individuals? Mentally. Oh, I see. Mentally. Okay. Mentally. I'm very stable. Like on a day-to-day basis, I think we're doing okay. We're both full, full gainfully employed. We have our own micronation. Oh, that. I thought I, you can't knock me down. Knock I don't, down I don't think. I oh, you meant just like physically stable. Like, yeah. Like, like if table. you tried to push me over, you couldn't do it. I actually have very poor balance. Okay. That's why we work. That's why we're such a great double act. Yeah. Again, because I'm constantly like tipping over, overbalancing, but because I'm already using you as a body shield, I'm you're just right there for me to like butt up against. Yeah. Like a friendly goat. If if you need someone to just stand and just not be knocked over, you got me. If you need someone to just fall over at the slightest breeze, hey, Pierce is right there. That's me. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need someone who can just tumble around. And so that's the end of our episode. Uh, I guess in the next episode, we'll bring in a guest and they'll talk about their top five favorite things about me. And of course, Eric and I will reevaluate our top five things about Eric. All right. Thanks, thanks. for listening. Goodbye. So great, rare that we great get podcasts. I mean, those are two great podcasts. Yeah, really. Um, it's rare that we get through an entire episode when we jump into one. So that was kind of nice to see that for a change. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Usually we jump out real quick once I realize that it doesn't work. No, no. Or once it just runs out of steam. I mean, they never run out of steam, but sometimes we just have to cut off early because they get too raw for radio. No, because our dimensional hopping machine runs out of steam. It runs on steam. That's a much, much better reason. That is the reason now. That is the reason sometimes we come back early. Don't let anyone tell you any other reason i always tell i always tell pierce to fill up the steam before we get in the booth but he's busy he's got a lot of stuff you know what it is what's that you know what it is it's because when i worked when i when i worked as a bar back and then at the very end of that summer as a bartender for like a week yeah or two weeks or whatever where they bumped me up um like the day number one it was my first job in the restaurant industry and I've only had a couple. Like, I worked in a bar and I worked in a cafe. Right. But they pull these pranks all the time on kitchen staff or, like, bar staff or yeah. whatever, where it's like, It's hey, a prank-heavy industry. It's a p- There's a lot of jerks in the kitchen industry. Not jerks, but, like, extreme personalities. Like, at the bar I work, there's, there's a lot of people fucking after hours in the bar and yeah. stuff like that. Like, just weird stuff that you don't see in a lot of other jobs. When I worked for the bank, no one was fucking after hours at the bank. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they had these pranks where it would be like, okay, you, uh, we're out of steam. Can you, we're out of steam up here. Can you go take a picture and some saran wrap and go to the back and just use the steam hose and fill up this thing with steam, bring some back? Or like that's one that wasn't – the one they pulled on me is we need you to empty the ice machine and clean it. <laughs> and so I was like – I didn't fall for it because I was like, you can't empty that thing. I guess I'll try. You're paying me, so I'll do whatever you want. But <laughs> I'm like, 
like, here I am doing this meaningless task and getting paid for it. What do I care? <laughs> That's the funniest thing because um, it's like they, they ah, we tricked you. We tricked you into doing something that is worth just as much as what you would have been doing otherwise. <laughs> Except there's no benefit to your actual employer. So the prank isn't really on the, that person. The prank is on whoever is <laughs> signing your paycheck. That's funny. Yeah. Good stuff. Good um, stuff. Good stuff. Should we vote on these episodes? Yeah, I'm going to vote for mine because they're both excellent, but yours is diluted with other Eric's. Mm, now that's interesting because you see, I think that bringing in other Eric's only enhances the opportunities to compare you to these other Eric's right. and boost. Like, then I can be like, oh, you're right. My Eric has this that Eric Andre does not. Maybe my Eric should be at number one. And Eric Andre should be number two. I'm young and fresh-faced, I think, is the only thing I have better than Eric America Andre. isn't sick of you yet. Right. I mean, they're not sick of Eric Andre yet either, but no, they're closer but to being sick of him. Eric Andre could easily end up... He does a lot of those pranks that... Like, he's great at pranks. He does amazing pranks. Um, the one I saw is uh, he has... He's got himself masked up and covered, and he's wearing, like, a, a landscaper's outfit, right. and he's got a leaf blower, and he's, like, wandering around in this park cleaning, and he wanders by, like, an outdoor yoga class and starts just blowing people over who are doing the yoga, like, blowing leaves and junk onto them, and then pretending to not speak English, to only speak, sna like, sparse snatches of, of Spanish, of Mexican right. Spanish, when they confront him on it. And eventually somebody gets violent with him and chases him off. But that's like that's like a prank where the the I guess really the joke is how annoying this person is, how annoying Eric Andre is being. Yeah. Like the people who are doing yoga aren't the really the butt of the joke. They're being mm. but they're being harassed, right? Mm. Like they're they're there to do yoga and instead they've got some random guy annoying them and bothering them and then they are right, being right, put on right, camera. Right. So that's one vote for yours and one vote for mine. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I got off to talking about <laughs> pranks again. I am just so interested in the ethics of pranking this week. I will never get enough of talking about pranks. So um, I guess I'll just crunch the numbers here real quick if we have time. Let's just... I think we voted and we've tied. So I don't know if we need to crunch the numbers every time that each of us just votes for our well, own. Well, I mean, we don't have to, but <laughs> like... Do you do you really want that to be like just the way this goes? Okay, sorry. I am just quickly, quickly crunching these numbers here. Hey. This is only gonna take a minute. Just This is hilarious. Hold just shut up, okay? Very funny. Let it finish crunching the numbers. Okay. And it's a tie. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.